the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program was pre-recorded, and the views expressed do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Perspective. Teaching. Conversation. This is Isaiah 61. Over the next half hour, you'll hear why the Lord provided those verses and how they can be used in witnessing, in the church, and in daily life as God's children. Now, here's your host of Isaiah 61 from Spirit of the Lord Church in North Minneapolis, Pastor Joe Sutton. Good afternoon, everybody. This is uh, Pastor Joe Sutton, uh, Pastor of Spirit of the Lord Church in uh, North Minneapolis. And uh, just by giving you a shout out, another week, another damn, another dollar. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to continue uh, my interview and continue this topic of worship with uh, a good friend of mine, Ryan Daniels, who's who's a worship leader, uh, hip hop artist, uh, taxi driver for his children, <laughs> uh, <laughs> video master editor, uh, and doing that. And, and you know, last week we were we were talking about just just worship in general, and you shared a lot about. Uh, your journey, you know, how, how, how you got to the States, uh, how God has used you in different things like that. And, and one of the things that, that, that I try to get across to people is that, that worship, it, it goes beyond what happens on Sunday morning. Yes. You know, it, it's how we live our life. Yes. You know, when you, when you worship someone, you know, I, I, I tell people when you worship someone, you take on the persona mm-hmm. of those whom you worship. Mm-hmm. And yes. so you can tell who, a, yeah, yeah, yeah. who a on, person now. worships Come on, Pastor. by how they dress. Come on, Pastor. You can tell who a person worships Come by on. how they get their hair cut, Come how on. they put their makeup on. Come on. You know what I mean? You know, you know, so you, you already know. Right. You already know. You know what I mean? It, it ain't hard to figure out who listens to, who worships rap, who worships rock, who worships country. Mm-hmm. You know, you just take mm-hmm. one look at them. And, and when you worship someone, you take on that persona. Mm-hmm. And so the, my... My thing is, is that when I, I just look at someone, because, you know, when you see somebody with a bow tie on and a suit, you say, Nation of Islam. You see somebody walk around in a hot suit on a Saturday morning with a briefcase, you know, you say Jehovah Witness. You know what I mean? Okay. You look right. around, you see somebody dressed up in mm-hmm. Arab garb, you say Muslim. Mm-hmm. But, it, right. but but Christianity has no dress mm-hmm. because because the dress what you put on mm-hmm. is you put you conform to the image of Christ. Mm-hmm. It's how you handle yourself. Mm-hmm. However you go, you could be dressed up like whatever, mm-hmm. but you can look at a person and you can tell if they're a worshiper mm-hmm. just by what they are. Mm-hmm. And so as you've been a worship leader in a big churches, small churches, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. uh in in Trinidad here traveling uh, what are some of the things that you try to do or where you try to take a congregation as you're leading them in worship? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, so it, it comes from your own uh, personal worship philosophy as, as, as what you're doing. So for me personally, I would say, look, as a worship leader, um, you know, we're not out Friday night coming up, right? I mean, I, that's that was my thing because 
in my world, in terms of how I perceive it, in terms of how um, I was taught, brought up, is worship is a sacrifice unto the Lord. And this is a real thing that is very important and is very sacred. It's unto the Lord. So in my personal journey, Saturday night was really the Lord's night in preparation for Sunday morning. Because as the worship leader, I felt in some uh, important way that I was partly responsible for this sacrifice that was about to go up before the Lord. You know what I'm saying? So I felt I needed to prepare if I was going to lead people in preparation. So, um, excuse me. So what I realized is that as I transferred over here to the to the United States, and I, I still kind of had that lifestyle in preparation, I realized that uh, the Sunday morning was an opportunity for discipleship in worship, because this, this, this depending on who is in the church, whether they come from a Lutheran background or this background or that background, people have different uh, approaches and perceptions of what worship is. So one of the things that we that I had to that I did is that I would come up with a definition to help bring people unified under a banner. So uh, I got this definition from uh, from Dan Adler in the in the for the church context of when people come together, um, you know, and worship. That definition is that worship is our response to God for who He is and what He has done in light of who we are and what we have done. Mm. So we would say that several times. We try to build that into the culture because we want to get people thinking when they come to church because a lot of people would be like, oh, that's just the song stuff. We're waiting for the preaching. But they don't understand that they are still participating in something that God wants. Scripture says that he inhabits the praises of his people. He wants to participate. So that's the definition that I used and I shared with the congregation to inspire them to reach out to God based upon what he's done in spite of who they are. Another uh, definition that I had primarily for the back office, for those who wanted to participate and join the worship team, etc., etc. And that definition comes from Genesis. Now, the Genesis idea... God created man, as we know, to worship him. And the Genesis idea, it comes from the fact that God placed Adam in the garden, Adam and Eve in the garden, in that spot. Eden is called spot or place. Okay. He gave him a job to do and he had fellowship. And he looked at that. There was no guitar. There's no, he looked at that and he said, this is good. See, that's, that, uh, sufficed in God's in God's mind. And so for my team, the definition of worship is that God places you in a place. He gives you a job to do and have fellowship. So worship is being where God wants you to be, doing what God wants you to do while having fellowship. So if you want to be in my worship team, that's the question we're asking you. Are you where God wants you to be? Are you doing what he wants you to do? And are you in fellowship? So you had the Sunday morning out front definition, and then you had the back office out front definition that we use to build teams. Um, And I think, um, you know, it was a great start for discipling and having people understand what they were participating in. Another thing is this. When you're on the team, if you're on my team, the word is the standard, not your feelings. <laughs> so so when the scripture says we, we clap and we lift our hands out to the Lord, up to the Lord, 
the worship team models these things. Right, if right. you know, oh, some most, most definitely right. Some people are like I don't want to lift my hands. I was like, that's okay. You can do that in the seat. You don't need to be in the worship team to do that. But once we're up here, we're gonna do what the scripture says because we want to testify that God's word is elevated above feeling, above perception, and uh, above what what people may be looking at. So that's that's a D word. Because because I, I I get that annoys me mm-hmm. on my own with my own team yeah. sometimes. You tell everybody lift their hands, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, your hand ain't going nowhere. You know, or everybody dance, but you just like this. yeah, yes, yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean, like right, and then wonder why they ain't dancing. Yes, like, right, these are just words. This ain't what we really supposed to be doing. Right, right, you know right. I mean? right. It, it doesn't it doesn't come off that way. Right, and and so we, when because worship is. You're basically singing the word. Is that a God's real? Yeah, and, or he and, or he's not yeah, real. He's not real. Yeah, you just you and you. So you bring the word, and if the word ain't moving you, and yeah. you know the song, <laughs> absolutely. How, how the word gonna move me? You yeah. know what I mean? I, if yeah. I gotta receive it and look yeah. at it, and I'm looking for what's going in there. Yeah. So and when you when you look at uh, worship uh, today, yeah, right. You know, you look at worship today. You know, because worship has become big money. Yes. You know, in the last 10 years, worship yes. has become big money. Matter yeah. of fact, worship is more popular than preaching. Yeah. People choose churches based on, on worship. On well, worship. Yeah, yeah, preaching. And, yeah. And, yeah. Now, and now we see that people even plant churches. Yes. Based on worship. Absolutely, absolutely. You know what I mean? That's how yeah. powerful it is. You know, we see that with, absolutely. with uh, Hillsong. Hillsong yes. just comes into a city and say, we're starting a church. Yeah, and everybody runs. Yeah, to right it because there. Because they, they know that worship bang. Yeah, they know that, <laughs> <laughs> that light show. You know. Yeah. <laughs> so in, in light of that, the, it, you, the, you know, you just you see this changing, staying the same. Well, you know, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Uh the 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 Sunday morning experience is a small slice of of what God expects from faith being on earth. Amen. See, um, and uh, I think Jesus, when he when he was was on the earth with us, uh, he had a lot to say about establishment. You know, establishment in terms of the religious capacities of Judaism of his time, um, and he never judged them by the processes in the temple. He judged it based upon what was the state of the land. That they were in. What's the state of our community? What's the state of our community? So this is what I believe because um, it's great to have a great Sunday morning service and God will be lifted up. His word never comes back void. You know what I'm saying? When you honor the Lord, he loves his people so much. He moves upon us and among us even with all, within all uh, limitations. But I think the word of God and the church has a greater purpose than 30 minutes of, of banging songs and 25 minutes of inspirational preaching. Um, and I believe that, you know, when Jesus uh, was praying, you know, what would be his last prayer uh, before he gets taken into custody? And he said, it's John and John 17. He says, um, he says, my prayer is not that you take us out of the world. Don't take them out of the world. Leave them in the world. Um, but I'm, what's more important to me is that they will become one as we are one, 
right? That's lifestyle. That's that's oneness with the Lord, that they will become, those that profess my name will become one as we are one. And that one unity will be the testimony to the world, to those who don't believe that you actually sent me. So the Lord Jesus hangs his legitimacy, right, on the unity of the believers. See what I'm saying? So the unity of the believers, the coming together of the church, is the true impact that's going to transform our communities. But once we stay in our little things, doing a little piece, right, it's it's always going to um, be limited in what it can do. And then we'll look to like politics and preaching and, and singers and superstar worship leaders. To, yeah. to be and, and I think that we forget that, you know, we, we get so hung up on, on, on current trends, like, mm-hmm. uh, like reconciliation and things like that. And, and, uh, and I, and I tell people, I said, it's not what the church looks like on Sunday morning. Mm-hmm. It's what the church does Monday through Saturday. Absolutely. Absolutely. That, that's, Absolutely. That's what the, that's what the church Look, that, that's going to be the power. That's the testament, yes. you know, you know, and uh, it's a, they'll know you're Christians by your love. One absolutely. For absolutely. As, as we, as we get like the book of Acts, you know, absolutely. we always talk about the book of Acts. Yes. Yeah. You, everybody's like, well, you know, read Acts this year, my denomination, read Acts. We need to get back to the book. Of, yeah. But how can you get back to the book of Acts yes. when you only want to get together one day a week? Yes. The book of Acts got together. Yeah. Daily. They ate together. Yeah. They fellowshiped together. Yeah. They, 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 the community saw them. They they impacted yes. the earth. Even people who weren't believers, they still they still had control of the morality of the nation yes. Yes. just by their influence. Yes. You know what I mean, we've lost that. Yes. You know, now they put stuff on TV, movies. Yeah. Used to be Hollywood would be frustrated. They had to go to Europe to to make certain movies because yes. you couldn't even make that movie in America without yes. getting ran out of here because the, the yeah. morality level was so high because the church was always in the community in it. But yes. Now we've we've hunkered back and and spend more money and yet have less influence yeah. that when it goes out there because yeah. as a matter of fact, you know, we don't even have that effect. Yes. You know, to where people think about, you know, is yeah. God happy with this? You know what I mean? You know, it's it's, it's country and it's and it's contrary to Jesus himself. So when he shows up, he declares he is worship. He declares that the kingdom of God is here. He goes out into the fishing industry. He creates a miracle. Okay. He gets Peter. Peter's like, what? This is the real deal. You got to move from me, man, because I'm a bad guy. Jesus is like, you're the kind of guy I'm actually looking for. You're fishing now, but I'm going to show you what real fishing is. You see what I'm saying? So he has all those, all that fish. And then I ask, I ask people, I says, what do you think? The fishermen did with that extra fish. Do you think they went and sold it after meeting the Son of God? Do you think they went and sold that fish for five times the price? Or did that miracle, did that encounter with Jesus become a blessing to the community? So I says, well, we don't know. I was like, well, I, w- I believe so because I see it in the scriptures. He meets Zacchaeus, the tax collector. Right? He may have been one of Matthew's buddies. Okay, meet Zacchaeus. Um, Zacchaeus right away gets impacted. He says, look, I'm going to give back. And then four times the amount. 
So you know, impact meeting Jesus started to transform the taxation. Ooh, tax refund, hey. See, ta- so <laughs> Jesus transforms everything. That is the thing. That is the thing. The kingdom of God is here. Let transformations through Christ be real beyond the church doors. God blesses. Everybody gets blessed. Ooh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> you listen to Isaiah. 61, the radio ministry of Spirit of the Lord Church. I'm Pastor Joe Sutton. I'm here with Ryan Daniels. Uh, we're going to come out this break and we're going to wrap up and, and we're going to switch from worship to video. Stay tuned. Spirit of the Lord Church is a multi-ethnic, multi-generational church impacting North Minneapolis and the greater Twin Cities. Emphasizing the four pillars of godly thinking, training up godly children, godly marriages, and outreach to the community. Spirit of the Lord has quickly become a staple to some of the people who need God the most. As they focus on Jesus Christ, grace and truth bind them together to become God's best. Join them for service every Sunday morning at 1030 at 1001 Penn Avenue North in Minneapolis. Spirit of the Lord Church, a proud sponsor of Isaiah 61. If it was 1990, you'd be listening to your favorite radio station on a bulky boombox that burns through D batteries faster than you can say, you've got mail. Thankfully, it's the 21st century, and there are much better alternatives. For example, just ask Alexa to tune in. Alexa, play the Mission Minneapolis. Throw out that old beeper and get with the times. Listen to your favorite AM 980 The Mission Bible Teachers and Ministries with Alexa and Amazon Echo. I'm John DJ (laughs) DJ John John Uh, He's back with Isaiah 61 I'm here with Ryan Daniels Uh, We're having a good time Just a good time in the Lord Uh, Going back, I remember the first time I met you was at First Baptist Church at uh at, at Steve's wedding rehearsal. We was doing a wedding rehearsal up there, uh you know, and we like we we was up there all practicing. And Friday night uh was yeah Friday night before the for the for the for the wedding. Before you down got Chicago, huh? First first by, by Chicago there. Yeah, for downtown. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah. Downtown, when, yeah. When, when uh you know it was me, you, Nate. Uh, his dad, all of us down there, mm-hmm. you know, he was about to get married. And, uh, and back in the day, back in the day, that's when I first, <laughs> I had heard about you, mm-hmm. but that's back why I day. first, I first, I first, first met you wow. at there. He was all up there getting ready for his, getting ready for his, uh, his, his big day, his big day of, of tying that knot mm-hmm. way, way back there. Uh, so I'm going to shift with gears a little bit. Now yeah. about, I know you have a, a, a for profit that you do. Yeah. And, yeah. uh, and, and that's, uh, yeah, that's your media business. Yes, and uh, where you do uh, all kinds of video. I've seen your video everywhere. Yeah. Uh, I watched that one video where you won that award, that international award. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, and uh, and so tell us a little bit about that 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 company and how people can contact you and just tell yeah, you what absolutely, you're doing. absolutely, absolutely. So, um, you know, if you when you work with us, you are participating in uh, in what I felt was necessary as a worship leader at my time. So I, I, I have a degree in uh, video production, and uh, I just felt that um, we needed resources for the future, 
for the future of our city, uh, for the future of younger uh, men and women like me coming up. So um, we started a company called Zandoli Media. It sounds exotic in Minnesota, but it just <laughs> it just means gecko, you know, from uh, <laughs> from Trinidad. And uh, the website is www.zandoli z a n d o l e e media dot com, and we do videos. Um, you know, the Lord has blessed us. We have a great team. We're really great at helping people tell their stories. Nonprofits tell their stories, and uh, one of the things that we also do is that we also do a lot of wedding videos. So um, the Lord has blessed us. We do about 50 uh, wedding videos a year. Um, so we serve couples in that regard of, of, uh, of helping tell their story of that day and kind of give them something that they can keep and pass on over, over the years. And we would love to assist you in helping you tell the story that God's placed on your heart. That's, that's what we are uh, doing this for. Yeah, I know that uh, my kids still like to watch my old wedding video and laugh at it because uh, <laughs> we didn't have we didn't have a yeah. pro we didn't have a pro you know what I mean we just had that <laughs> one angle uh, yeah, zip yeah. lined in from the yeah. top of the top of the roof of the church somewhere it was and uh, yeah, yeah. and uh, and they 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 love doing that and so mm-hmm. and and telling the story is important I mean yes. I know you've done stuff with Western you've done stuff with a lot of different people. Yeah. And I, and you do excellent work, man. I mean, I, you. you really do. I mean, Thank I you, yeah. I've seen some of it, you know. And I, we were gonna contract you to do a track video, training video. Okay, then, yeah. And whenever and then, you're ready. No, then the, no, the weather blew up on us that year. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was so, early. It got so ugly, man. And it was like it kept raining. It kept doing everything. Early, and, yes, yes. And so we put it back. We just we just put it off. We just put it on the back burner for a yeah, little while. Yeah, so we yeah. just gonna. Try it again this year. That's right. You had some good athletes too that year, if I remember. Yeah, right. we had some. We had some. We had some great ones. And we wanted to get in there. We just wanted to do a little video, to, uh, share with other track teams about you mm-hmm. know, starting out on how to warm your athlete up. Just give them a, just some training. But yes, but uh, I I just encourage people to, to to look into you. Now I'm gonna hit you with one one more that, that goes in there and, and yeah, get in there. <laughs> uh, your son, man. I got a yes, plug. I gotta another plug. plug I got yes. to plug your son, man. I got to plug the future author. You know, yeah. The, uh, up there, tell us a little bit about the book that he wrote. You know, yeah. So, um, so my son is he's nine. His name is uh, his name is Royce. Big shout out to to my wife Sarah, who uh, is also a key part in this. Oh yes. Yeah, so we we homeschool. She keeps all the books. Keeps yeah. all the books. We're together. <laughs> <laughs> so so we homeschool, and um, you know, one of the things that he had to uh, do for as part of homeschool was to. Uh, listen to Rich Dad Poor Dad for like twenty minutes a day, three times a day, mm-hmm. to you know to understand um, you know uh, assets and liabilities and you know uh, things like that. And uh, after listening to it, he says, "You know, I think I have something, I have some intellectual property, Dad." <laughs> I was like, "What do you mean? What's your intellectual property?" He's like, "Well, I've been writing these books, so you think that." Uh, if I wrote these books and put them on, on Amazon, that that would be a good thing. I'm uh, like, well, how much books do you have? He's like, well, I have three in this set. I have a uh, hero, Brian attacks and end of war and all that stuff. So he puts it up on Amazon and the kid in first week probably makes like 50 something dollars on like $3 a, a download. So he is encouraging me. He, he, He's putting me to shame. I was like, dude, you like doing this. <laughs> so if you go on Amazon and you just type in Royce, R-O-Y-C-E, Daniel, and uh, 
books, you'll see it come up. And, uh, you know, the purpose of the books is for sub books for sons to read to their fathers. So it's a book that your kid can actually read. You could spend time instead of reading to them. They can actually read to so the kid, get some some uh, practice in reading, and it helps foster those relationships. And, of course, it's a it's it's a it's a kid book. So it's got some action and it's got some little, some fighting and, uh, you know, and heroes and villains and. <laughs> yeah, you know how it goes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> at, that, at that age, at that age, man, they, 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 everybody, they go yeah. around there. You know, I think sometimes, uh, you know, when I was 27 years old, the Lord gave me a word. He told me that I, that he would use me to raise up the next generation of evangelists. And, um, mm-hmm. And then I was like, I thought it was just going to be my children, right? You know, because I was 27. I said, man, I'm about to get a wife. I didn't get a wife until yeah, yeah. 33. Yeah. So, and, yeah. and, in, and in them six years, I realized <laughs> it just wasn't my kids. But yeah. now I look at it sometimes, I, I believe that the Lord, if if we're wise, yes, he will give us legacy. Yeah. And the things that we do set the table yes. for them, for them. Yes. to succeed. Yes. And even as they succeed, Yes. That is worship to the Lord. Absolutely. You know, he Absolutely. can he can look at us and, and see our children. Yes. And and, and that is our, they're our worship instruments, yes. man. Amen. They're, Amen. They're better than the steel drum, they're better yeah. than the, the viola. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? You know, the French horn, whatever you want to come yes. up with. Ryan man, it's a pleasure. Uh Google Ryan Daniels, uh find him up for music. Uh go to Z A N D O L E E. Zandali Media Zandali Media and uh, if you want to get a video done and if not contact me God bless Three Star General Michael J. Flynn head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency knew all the government's dirty secrets He was one of the most respected generals in the military Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to He understood its funding He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors This set off alarm bells The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.